Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Good morning and welcome to another podcast. We're in season six of our series, and this time we are focusing on scriptures picked out by Pat, a recently departed saint. These uh, readings complement our ongoing Sunday study of Romans. Right now, we're in chapter 3 of Romans, and we've made the pivot from conviction of our sins by the law to forgiveness and salvation by faith alone. I'm actually recording this before Peter's sermon yesterday. I very well might get distracted a little bit by a football game later on Sunday, so much better to do this now. I'm Mark Hooper, and as I said, welcome to the podcast. Now, just a little bit of a caveat. I did ask Peter for a bit of advance notice so as not to go completely off the rails. Pat picked my assignment from Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 3, verses 26 through 29. It's short, so I'll read it. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are all one in Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. And of course, we know that the promise is eternal salvation. There's a pattern developing with Paul's letters. Well, you probably have it by now. But just like in Romans, Paul is teaching... Uh, we might even say preaching to people who are having a familiar argument. Do Gentiles need to adopt Jewish rules and law to be saved? Many Jewish Christians still had some very ingrained ideas about the need to follow the Mosaic law. Now, a bit of background here. This is almost unbelievable, but some Jewish men actually prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that thou hast not made me a Gentile, a slave, or a woman. So how's that for inclusiveness? I'm thinking that there may have been some very interesting discussions between people as they broke bread, so to speak. Now, Paul is obviously concerned with this type of an attitude. His message is very easy to understand, and it's a familiar theme in our study of Romans, and clearly this passage in Galatians is a reinforcement of the same truth. All the religion in the world won't save you, The law is not there to save you. Good works won't do the job. All you need is faith in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, our Savior. And oh, by the way, salvation is for, wait for it, everyone. Salvation is for everyone. No exceptions if you put your faith in Jesus. And the final verse today sums it all up. If we believe, then we are Abraham's offspring heirs according to the promise. What I want to focus my short time on is how we still have a tendency to cling to rituals, rules, our own laws, to want to make others follow our ideas of what it takes to be Christian or religious or holy or whatever you want to call it. We can can be a whole lot like the Jewish Christians and believe that the Gentiles need to be more like us. My bet is that you can think of a few rules that come to mind. It might not be the argument over circumcision, 
but there have been more than one congregation that split apart over rules rather than theology. Uh, A little story for me. I grew up in a very Catholic family, and as I have shared in the past, I am the product of a parochial school. Oh, did we have rules. And just like those Jewish Christians, we were taught that anything other than Catholic was somehow a lesser Christian. After all, we went to church every Sunday, and we observed the Holy Days of Obligation. We were the true Catholic Church. This attitude came to an abrupt end in my world on a Sunday in Stockton, California, about two years into our marriage. My wife, Carrie, grew up Lutheran, and in our first years of marriage, Carrie would accompany me to Mass until the visiting priest from San Francisco declared in his sermon that if you were not Catholic, you might as well leave because you weren't on God's list, so to speak. That moment changed everything for us. And by the way, we took the priest up on his offer and left. Here's a challenge for each of us today. Examine for a minute your ideas of what makes us a Christian. Are there any rituals and rules about Christianity? Is there something that you would require? I think most of us have some rituals that provide us with comfort, connect us with our past. But do they keep others from knowing Jesus? Are we unintentionally excluding someone? I I went online uh, to look up some of the rules, interesting rules from Christian churches. And uh, I picked one here that uh, I smile at. In order to be a member of this church, you need to attend at least three times a year. Take communion at least once a year and give at least a dollar. Yes, a dollar. Hmm. Seems kind of minimal, but at the same time, what's the purpose of this rule? I can't figure out how that, those tiny steps would make any kind of a difference. Do we have other rules that we use to separate the sheep, so to speak? Oh, yeah. They're different for different expressions of Christianity, for sure. Sometimes we need that ritual to inspire us or to comfort us. I don't think God objects to us having rituals, but I don't think he cares much whether we stand or sit or kneel for something. He cares what is in our heart, period. As Paul says, for in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. No other kind of requirements there that I can hear. I want to focus just a minute on where we are today. Sometimes you hear people say that we've never been so divided in our society, be it racial, social, by gender distinctions, economic status, political parties, you name it. In the body of Christ, the Christian church, there is no distinction. As Paul wrote, neither slave nor free, male or female, Greek or Jew or Gentile, or whatever. We are all the same. We are all children of God, having inherited the promise of eternal life. Anyone, equally, no matter what else, can become a child of God. He is the God of all, and that is what Paul was teaching. And that is exactly why Pat picked these three verses. We are called to inclusivity, to welcome all to the faith. No restrictions, no rules, no rituals. Everyone is not only welcome, but wanted. And it's really simple. Yet it's very hard to do. So how will we know a Christian? It's kind of simple. As it is written, by their love. Not by their race, 
their sex, their ethnicity, their economic status, their politics, or whatever. I'd like to think that the only law we need is the Ten Commandments, and that is only a guide to how to live. Only faith in Christ can save us, and that is available to all of us. Everyone. Period. Full stop. God loves everyone. Period. Pat would want us all to know and remember this. Let us pray. Lord, we give you thanks that we are saved. We give you thanks that we can know you, and we give you thanks that this salvation is available to each and every human being on the planet. Help us to spread the word. Help us to remember that the the rituals, uh, the very things that we are comforted by are just that, comforting rituals. It's not salvation. It's not what gives us salvation. Lord, uh, I pray for our church, I pray for our family, and I pray for our nation that we can be inclusive in Christ's name. Amen.